Hello friends, welcome to the podcast. I hope your day is treating you well. I am spending this quarter writing my book, which means that we are posting a few of my personal favorite episodes from the last year. This episode originally aired earlier this year, but I'm wondering if you got a chance to listen to it. If you're interested in the book, you can be one of the first people to know when it goes live by signing up for our newsletter list at clubenneagram.com. For now, thanks for being here and let's get into the episode. I am Sarah Jane Case and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello everyone, happy Tuesday. Today we're going to take our self-love conversation even deeper as we explore a practice in self-love. But first, today's rose, bud, and thorn. My rose is British Bake Off, (laughs) that like British baking show. I swear to you, it is like therapy or like meditation for me. I can be having the worst day and it just so soothes me. I think it's like the slow pace, the way people are just like generally kind to each other. And like watching them deal with very simple stressors that look really intense help me to just distract from real life stressors. You know what I mean? Let me know on Instagram if you also love the Great British Baking Show, Great British Bake Off. You know what I'm talking about. My bud, the thing I'm looking forward to right now is spring. I am looking around our house. I have so many house plants that need to be repotted. And I'm thinking about our herb garden for the spring. And I'm just ready to have little things to tinker with. Um, you know, in the winter, I don't have as much, how many, as many like running projects. But in the spring, I have a lot to do. And I'm really excited to just kind of have some hobbies to fall back on. And my thorn is just the paradox of taxes. Like this idea that the government's like, you owe us money and you need to figure out how much it is. And if you mess up, you go to prison. Like that really freaks me out. People have been articulating it more lately and it's just the perfect way to describe just how weird our tax system is. (laughs) And um, it's just, you know, I'm in the season. I, I have someone who lovely, I lovely humans who do my bookkeeping and my accounting and just make the taxes happen. But I still have my little parts that I do, like qualifying expenses, keeping track of mileage, all of that kind of stuff that I'm just like, oh, turning it in right now. And I don't want to, you know? All right. So let's get into the episode today. I want to talk with you about how we do self-love. Like how do we take it out of our minds and turn it into action? We discussed in yesterday's episode that self-love is a relationship, not an idea. When we're in a healthy relationship, the thoughts or intentions are backed by action. And that's what we're going to do today. So my first question for you is, do you know your love language? Have you heard of the love languages? Now, if this is a totally new concept to you, The Five Love Languages is a book written by Gary Chapman, which proposes the idea that there are five unique ways in which we give and receive love. Sometimes when we feel unloved in a relationship, they suggest that it may be because we are speaking different love languages. So those five love languages are physical touch, quality time, receiving gifts, words of affirmation, and acts of service. It would be helpful in relationships to recognize your own love language as well as the language of your partner so that you can ensure you're communicating effectively. 
I've even thought through what our kids love languages versus mine. So our son is by far a quality time person. It means way more to him that I play video games with him than if I gave him a thousand hugs and kisses. He really just doesn't receive love from the things that I'm trying to give him love through, right? Like if I say, you're so great, or I give him hugs and kisses, that's not communicating love to him. But if I sit down with him and play a video game or listen to him tell me about a video game, that means so much more. I know that there are some of you who are thinking, can't we just show love in all the ways? And sure, of course we can try, but I'm really of the mindset that we need to maximize our energy output. So I'd rather you put your effort behind the the path that will get you the most impact, especially in this season of life where we are all doing what we can to get by and it's kind of hard, right? We just aren't limitless beings. There is some element of picking where our energy goes. For example, with my son, if I were giving him quality time, giving him hugs, telling him he's great, cleaning his room for him, and giving him presents, which I would say we are doing all, all five of those on a regular basis. But I know, like, I, I know which ones are a thankless job, right? Like, I know that I'm going to really get gratitude and get a positive response from him when I spend quality time with him. So if something's got to go, it's going to be one of the things that doesn't, doesn't really get, get a, response from him or doesn't communicate well to him. And sometimes, you know, we're just burnt out and we're feeling tired and we need something needs to go, right? So, and for some of you, you may be tempted to try all five on everyone in your life, except for yourself. And to that, I say, stop it. Stop that. Start inward and flow outward from there, right? The more you're filling up your own love cup, the easier it is for you to give love without feeling like you're giving, you're being depleted in the process. So you can likely guess which type you are by the descriptions, but if you want to take a quiz, I'll link their website down below for you. But now let's just get into how we apply this to ourselves. So if your love language is physical touch, this just means that you receive love through physical affection, hugs, hand-holding, kisses, general physical closeness. So if you want to turn this in toward yourself, you can book a massage or give yourself a massage, take your time with skincare or lotion, practice self-holding techniques. This is the idea that you can put your hands on your head and put your hands in certain places and just offer yourself comfort. If you Google self-holding techniques, you'll find it. It's There's people who've put up really great descriptions. Hug yourself when things get hard. And I know that sounds silly, but it really does communicate love. You could also get one of those head scratcher things. You know the things that like go down over your head. They look like spider legs and they just feel incredible. And when you feel like you need a little bit of, it, of love, you can take a few minutes and just do that. And even physical exercise, like getting in touch with your body. Personally, I find that like doing yoga to music is really connected for me. I do yoga every day and it's kind of just this routine thing that I do. But when I turn on a little bit of music and light a candle, it makes it feel really special. And like I'm paying more attention to how my body is responding to the music. So maybe there's something like that for you. The other way is just to ask for touch directly. If your love language is touch and you have people in your life, you can say, can I have a hug? 
Hey, will you hold my hand? Can I just lay my head on your shoulder? Can you put your arm around me? Whatever it is that you want or you need and whatever is appropriate for that relationship, you know, ask for what you want. That's another way to show yourself love. Because sometimes when it comes to asking for something, we think it's not love from them if I have to ask. And I think that's okay. I think it's okay for you to say, this is how I love myself is by asking. And they're showing me that they love me by saying, yeah, I can do that. Okay, now if your love language is quality time, this just means that you appreciate undivided attention, intentional time with someone, um, really having good conversations and feeling heard. So if you want to turn this inward toward yourself, you can take yourself on a date. Um, I used to take myself out to dinner all the time before quarantine. Um, maybe you take yourself out to dinner or you right now, my version of that is I get takeout and I just eat in my car. I know that sounds depressing, but it's actually really rejuvenating for me. <clears throat> Carve out time for yourself, no matter where that is, make sure you have time for you. Journal with yourself, um, get to know you questions or thought provoking journaling prompts. I've been doing a lot of future self journaling lately, just like who am I in the future and kind of getting guidance from that. Find a spot that's your spot and go read there often. You know, maybe it's a spot by the river or by a lake or even just a spot in your house and just go be there doing whatever it is you love to do. For me, that's reading or writing. And then go somewhere beautiful and just enjoy the silence and the view. Another way to do this is simply meditate, you know, spend time with yourself. And again, ask for time from the people who you love directly. You can say, hey, can you turn your phone off and just have a conversation with me for the next 15 minutes? Or can I have your undivided attention for the next 15 minutes? Now, if your love language is gifts, this means that you just love to receive gifts. <laughs> it's kind of simple. And it sounds materialistic to some people, but really it's more about you saw this thing and you thought of me, right? That's kind of the energy behind it. So turning this inward, buy yourself a gift, right? That's kind of simple, right? Buy yourself something that makes you happy. Upgrade something that you own that you bought a cheap version of and you want a nicer version. Create a really good budget for yourself so that you and your wants are included in that. Buy yourself a gift and have someone give it to you months down the road when you've already forgotten that you bought it. Maybe you subscribe to a subscription box. I really like Causebox. That's the one I get. And it comes quarterly, so I can get it just once a quarter. I've already, I forget that it's coming all the time. And then when it gets here, it's like all of these really awesome things. And then is there a gift that keeps on giving? For me, that's my Nespresso machine. It was a really scary thing to buy at the time. I spent, I think we spent $200 on it and a milk frother, but we're such big coffee people that we, it's just every day, twice a day, it brings me joy. And I, I will tell you that that buying the Nespresso machine for us was less than our monthly coffee budget was going out to get coffee. So it's kind of like the thing that keeps bringing joy over and over and over again. And then again, ask for gifts directly. There's no shame in being like, hey, when you go on that trip, will you bring me something home that made you think of me? When you go to Target or when you place a Target order, will you add something a little bit special in there for me? Just ask for, you can ask for the things that make you feel loved. And for, if it's confusing for the people in your life, you can say, hey, my love language is gifts. It would mean a lot to me if when you placed this order, you looked for something that made me feel special. 
use me as a cop out, say, I listened to the Enneagram and Coffee podcast and she said that you should buy me a present. Today's episode is brought to you by Warby Parker. Warby Parker was founded with a rebellious spirit and a lofty goal to create boutique quality eyewear at a revolutionary price point. They're offering eyeglasses, sunglasses, contact lenses, and eye exams. Warby Parker is committed to providing exceptional vision care online and in stores. Here's the thing. The cool thing about Warby Parker is that they send you a box of five pairs of glasses to try on so you can actually see what you look like in the glasses. You can take pictures, you can pull your audience on Instagram, you can ask your friends and family to give you feedback on what really looks best on you. I think for a long time, I didn't know like what shape looked good on my face. And here's the truth. I have a face shape that doesn't make sense. I don't know if my face is round or square or oblong or oval. I do not know my face shape. So when people are like, what kind of shape is your face in an online quiz? That doesn't work for me. I need to put them on my face, see what they look like. And usually what I think online is going to look good feels different when I get the box in the mail. Usually what I think will be my favorite isn't always my favorite. Sometimes I pick a different one. And here's the other thing. It's not like they're like cheap glasses. Like they're really well made. The case is really beautiful. They give you like everything feels luxurious. So you feel like you're getting really, really nice glasses with the easiest possible experience. Like I don't have to make an appointment. I don't have to go into someone's office. I don't have to make a phone call. If you're like me, I can't make a phone call right now. (laughs) I just want to push a button on the internet, have the glasses into my house, pick the ones that I want and be good to go. Don't let your FSA or HSA dollars go to waste. You can put them to good use on Warby Parker prescription glasses, prescription sunglasses, contact lenses, and eye exams. Warby Parker is committed to providing exceptional vision care online and in stores, offering eyeglasses, sunglasses, eye exams, and contact lenses. Glasses start at $95, including the prescription lenses. Try Warby Parker's free home try-on program. Order five pairs of glasses to try at home for free for five days. There is no obligation to buy. Ships free and includes a prepaid return shipping label. Try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash ebram. Thank you, Warby Parker, for supporting the podcast. Okay, now if your love language is words of affirmation, this just means that you are you receive love by hearing positive things that people feel about you. So here's how you can turn that in toward yourself. You can practice daily affirmations. You can write a 10 good things list about yourself. If you haven't heard me talk about a 10 good things list, this is just kind of my way of doing a gratitude list. I have a YouTube video all about what that is, why I do it, how it works, and we'll link that in the show notes for you as well. And then just write yourself a gratitude letter, write a letter to yourself from future you. This is something that I've been doing a lot lately. Um, I think about who I will be when I'm retired and I write a letter from her to me now, a letter to my 35 year old self. And it helps me so much with just quickly accessing my intuition and just understanding what I'm proud of myself for, what's working toward the future that I want and what's not. And honestly, for me, this is how I decided to move forward with changing Enneagram and Coffee on Instagram to my name, Sarah Jane Case, because my older self, like that kind of conversation that I had with myself 
was like, honestly, it's just time. Like you're ready. It's time. Move on, move forward. And then tell yourself when you need positive feedback and say it to yourself internally. So if you're feeling like, oh, I wish someone would say thank you. I wish they would just say thank you. Or if you feel like you're doing something that no one's noticing or no one's paying attention to you, you can affirm yourself in that moment, you know? So example being the first time I ever did this was like five years ago, maybe. And I had like run myself ragged that day at work. And then I came home and our kiddo was just like having a really hard time. He was just having nightmare after nightmare after nightmare. And I got out of bed and laid with him and just like told him a story and like guided him through a little meditation. And I felt so invisible, you know, it felt like I'm doing all of this stuff and no one even knows. And in that moment, I just sat there and I was like, I am so proud of you. You are so good at being a mom. You're doing a great job at work. You're working so hard and just said it to myself. And guess what, guys? It felt the same. It felt just as good as having someone else say it to me. And then encourage yourself, you know, make sure that your inner voice is a kind one, that you are, you know, pumping yourself up for the things you have to do in your life, that you're telling yourself when you're proud of yourself, you're telling yourself good job, you deserve that. And then again, ask for words directly. You can ask for love letters, you can ask for notes of appreciation, you can say, hey, and when someone gives you good words, you say, hey, that really means a lot to me, thank you for doing that. Anything like that, you can always ask for your love language. And then finally, if your love language is acts of service, this means that you really appreciate when people take on things for you and they um, do things for you, meaning maybe they fill your car up with gas or they do the dishes or they clean the house or they take care of something that stresses you out. So if you want to turn this inward, you can have a day where you show up for yourself and do hard things. For me, that's my reset. I do this every Saturday for the most part. It's called my reset day. And I usually try to make that day enjoyable in some way. I usually read a chapter in my book, then do a task, read a chapter in my book, do a task, depending on the day. That that feels really fun to me. But maybe you like to just put on really good music and knock it out as fast as possible. Whatever would make it fun, you can enjoy yourself and do the hard things. Or maybe you want to integrate it into your life. Just do one hard thing each day. Another way to show yourself love through acts of service is to tackle an area of your life that is stressing you out and make it less stressful. Like maybe you have a junk drawer that needs cleaning out or it's doing your taxes. Um, for me, one of the ways that I did this for myself was I've been doing the re like reorganizing the back end of Brave Collective and it's just a lot of work. And eventually I was like, you know what? I'm just going to hire someone to do this for me. I'm going to get someone to do the design for me and then I can go in and like finalize it. And I, it cost way less money than it would have cost me time, right? Um, another way to do this is just saying like, okay, there's this one drawer in our kitchen that keeps catching. Every time I open it, it's a little annoyance, right? I need to and just like look around and say, can I eliminate the little annoyances for myself? So for me, that drawer in our kitchen was a little annoyance. And so I just took some time one day and like reorganized that drawer and put some things in another shelf. And now that little annoyance is a little joy. And I can think to myself like, yes, I loved myself in that moment. I showed myself love through taking care of this thing that was stressing me out. And then another way is to automate something that takes up brain space. 
Um, you know, if you're struggling with meal plan planning, maybe you do HelloFresh for a little while, or maybe if you're like me, you struggle to remember to replace your air filter in your house. And so you can get an air filter subscription. So it just comes to you every single time that you need to do it and you can just automatically do it. And that can be no longer a thing that you have to keep track of, but it's a thing that just comes to you and, and you know when it needs to get done. And finally, maybe you just need to ask for help directly. Maybe you're washing dishes and you're feeling some kind of way about it and you can just say, hey, person in my life, can you help me by washing these dishes? It would mean the world to me. Okay, now we have a little bit of a call to action. So I want you to ask yourself which two of these you relate to the most and then sit down and come up with 10 ideas for how to show you love to yourself in those ways. And keep it somewhere that's easy to reference when you are feeling lonely or disconnected or unsupported and show yourself love in the way that communicates it most clearly to yourself. Finally, today's food for thought is from Bell Hooks. Do not expect to receive the love from someone else you do not give to yourself. The light of love is always in us. No matter how cold the flame, it is always present, waiting for the spark to ignite, waiting for the heart to awaken. Thank you all for joining me today. As always, it is such a joy to create this content for you. If you have 30 seconds to leave a rating and review on iTunes, it would mean the world to me. And I'll see you tomorrow for another episode.